Hi, everyone. This is Nikki Bostwick, your host for the Laguna Beach Living podcast. I grew up in Laguna and I started this podcast to learn more about the wonderful people in and around our community. Our conversations will range from politicians to activists and local business owners. Stay up to date with our publication by going to lagunabeachliving.com and signing up for our newsletter or following us on Instagram at lagunabeach.living. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Laguna Beach Living podcast. Today's guest is Summer Sood, who is the owner of Black Bow, which is a really cute new boutique in town. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited to be here with I you. Me too. Um, I was reading a little bit about Black Bow and just from the Laguna Beach Living article that Gemma had written. And I just remembered and realized that you started it on August 1st, yes, right? Yes. And uh, my baby was born August 4th. So Aww. your baby and my baby are about eight months old yes, now. Yes. Yes. So crazy. It's crazy. Time flies, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I know that your family has been doing business in Laguna for quite a while now. So I'd love to learn more about just you in general and your upbringing and you working in those shops and kind of what you learned growing yeah, up in town. Absolutely. Um, my mother probably get my, or I'm trying, hoping that I have my entrepreneurial skills from my mother. She owns, um, Coco Pelli and it's actually just a couple doors down for me. Yeah. So it's great. Um, and she's been in town for over 20 years and then a couple years, I don't, maybe a couple years ago, my brother, who runs her store, ended up opening another store right next to her. Wow. Um, and then the opportunity came up with the colony being available and Black Bow was born. Black Bow, sorry. Yes. Bow. It's <laughs> okay, same. Oh, yeah. So, okay, how did your mom decide to come to Laguna and open up a store? Uh, you know, she had family that was in um, the Native American uh, arts and jewelry, uh, and they were in different Colorado um, and some in New Mexico. And so it was just a passion of hers, and it was something that she wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And she found the small little space just up the steps um, on Forest. Um, it was probably like 400 square feet and she just, you know, she took a risk and she did it. It was her first business and it was really successful. And then a couple of years later, she was able to move down to the street, you know, on the street and the sidewalk on wow. forest. And it, I just can't believe it. it's been over 20 years now. And it just grew from there. And it just grew from there. That's yeah. incredible. I yeah. mean, for anyone to open up a business, as you know, I mean, such a big, big risk and yes. it's scary it and is. not knowing, I mean, did she, she know anyone in town or she just kind of opened her doors? No, and, she didn't know anybody in town. You know, you had to go through, you know, the city yeah. and, you know, language do, barrier. Was there a language barrier? There's, there wasn't necessarily a, a language barrier, but I mean, you know, she's a woman and, mm -hmm starting a business on her own and had to, you know, petition the city and show up for anybody, the neighbors that were opposed. Mm -hmm. So that was scary for her. And, and she just started to build her reputation. 
That's so, amazing. Yeah. It's super inspiring. Yes. I, um, like we're, we're just chatting a little bit ago about the pop-up that I had and it just was, um, I mean, it was only, it was supposed to be temporary anyways, but I really realized how difficult it is to have a retail store. Yeah. I definitely appreciate, you know, everything that my mom went through and understand it so much more. Yeah. Uh, now it's, I never knew how difficult it would be. It's, it's nonstop. Mm -hmm. And so it's seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Yeah. And there's just no break in between. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, it's your baby. Mm -hmm. So nobody else cares as much or is is worried or stressing out. Um, You know, it doesn't matter. I mean, the support system or an employee, but you know, once they leave, they, you know, they leave. I'm on seven days a week. Yeah. So, you know, when I take a day off during the week, I'm constantly working. I'm shipping or working or sourcing. Um, and then on Sunday, I try not to do, you know, anything like on a Saturday or Sunday, try, spend time with family, try not to do anything. But then the text messages are coming in or the phone calls are coming yeah. in, you know, from customers, come, you know, from the employees. So and you can't it, it's just nonstop. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I just I don't understand. I can't I'm looking back and I don't know how my mom did it. And so. she raised you and your, do you have any other siblings? Yes, I have five. Whoa. Yeah, five brothers and I'm the only girl. Oh my gosh. And she was a single mom? No, she wasn't. I mean, she opened, I mean, she, we were definitely like all in college. So she didn't have to, it was a good time for her in the sense that she didn't have to like rush home to relieve a nanny or rush home to get, you know, dinner ready. So, but still, right. But still, I mean, it was just all on her and she opened seven days a week and never had an employee. So I don't understand how she did that. (laughs) That's to me is just, it's crazy. That's super inspiring. And I'm sure just like you said, she made it look so easy. She never complained, Mm -hmm. which is why I signed up for this. And now I'm like, (laughs) what? You're like, excuse me. You're so, I think the only part I saw was, you know, ringing up sales and, you know, meeting people, which was great. And, and the excitement and the passion that she had for it. But I didn't see anything else. Mm-hmm. So she never, you know, she never complained. She loved it. She loved being in Laguna. So now I'm I'm seeing obviously both the other sides. Side. Yes. And you appreciate it Absolutely. even more. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I wanna learn more about Black Bow, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm saying it correctly because it's just so beautiful. And Thank I wanna you. learn more about your sourcing because you have such a beautiful eye and I love everything in this space and and it's very unique. There aren't very many stores in Laguna at all that have the things that you sell. That's basically so, so. kind of you. Thank you. Um, Tell me more. So I I wish I could say it's this elaborate, you know, sales plan and that everything was kind of pla- but planned out, but it wasn't. Um, I when I'm buying, I, I look at something, it's like I'm shop, I'm personally shopping mm-hmm. and I see something and I'm like, 
oh my gosh, this is so cool. This is, I would love to have this on my coffee table or I'd love to have this in my bedroom. And so, and I don't know what this is going to do to me in the long run in terms of the business side, mm -hmm. but I'm not thinking about sales. So yeah. I'm thinking like I, I fall in love with a piece or I think something's so cool. And I'm like, I got to have this in my store. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, and that's just basically what my sourcing is based on. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm not looking at the demographics or what a vendor is telling me is a hot item mm -hmm. or, and I don't really deal with people who are selling and like, you know, uh, like large, large bulk, scale. Right? Yeah. You don't have I've, like minimum no, order or a minimum. I'm not buying anything that has like a minimum order. I'm yeah. buying a vase that come that I have to buy seven of the same thing that's, you know, made in China or anything. Yeah. It's just, I, I deal a lot with like small batch artisans. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of ceramics and handmade uh, pieces, a lot of apothecaries. Mm -hmm. so. Well, I mean, ceramics, it's such a big deal here in Laguna and it's kind of part of the essence of Laguna. And the ones that you curate are just so beautiful Thank and you. elevated. Yes. And so I just love the whole aesthetic of Thank the you. store and it's nice and refreshing Thanks. and something is a little scary. I mean, I wasn't sure everybody would take to, you know, my vision and, you know, I don't, you don't know if they're going to like it. A lot yeah. of it is black and yeah. it's edgy and it's not pretty. And I don't necessarily want anything pretty yeah. in the store, maybe some flowers in a vase, mm -hmm. but you know, so, um, it, I was just really scared. I didn't know how people are going to respond to that. Mm -hmm. And how has it been? I mean, do people react positively? Are the people that come in, um, are they mainly locals or tourists or all sorts of people um, that are coming in? I have a great location and I'm getting a great, I'm getting a good mix of both. Mm -hmm. Um, I opened with the, with the sole like intention of, um, keeping like, lo I wanted to like to serve locals. Like mm -hmm. I wanted to be the store that someone can come in and be, and say like, you know what? I really want a new vase for this side table or, oh, I'm going to a shower, you know, yeah. a wedding or whatever. A I'm going to go over to Blackbow and, and mm -hmm. go get, you know, mm -hmm. go get it. So I wasn't really thinking of locals and I didn't really think that my spot would cater, that I would have locals come coming down that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I've been getting a mix of both and I'm getting great reactions from both. So it's been really, um, it's, it's so motivating and it's really exciting. It's keeping me going. I'm like, okay, they like it. Yeah. This is working. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's the perfect spot too, because you can go to Laguna Supply, get something for yourself and yeah, then absolutely. go to Black Bow and get something for either a friend or your well, Laguna Supply being so close to me is not necessarily a good thing because <laughs> I'm just trying to like, oh, you go remind myself there. not to take a break yeah. and then go see what, look after looking at their Instagram, I'm like, okay, I have to go see this in person. Like, I know. So that's really so tough for funny. me because I love Laguna Supply. Yeah, me yeah. too. They've done a really great job. Absolutely. And I, I just love the more the merrier, yes. I think, yeah. in town. So Absolutely. And we're all different. And um, so I love the support that everybody has for each other. And that's what Laguna is about, though, too. It's like such a close-knit community. Everybody wants to support each other. And then the way that it's set up, it's there's nothing commercial here anyway. I mean, there's That's what's something so great. for everybody. Yeah. So nobody's really in competition, so yeah. to speak. I love that. Yeah. So I know that you're really active outside of work as well, which is 
crazy to even think about because knowing that you're on 24 seven right. for just the shop, <laughs> I can't imagine also having all the other activities that you have going on, but let me, I want to know more about the work that you do. I know you work with refugees. Yes. Yeah. So, um, and what inspired that? And that when you got started, I, you know, my mom, a lot of this also comes from my mom. My mom's the my best friend, you know, my, her being an entrepreneur, she's an activist. She's been an activist her whole life. Um, so, it, you know, many summers and in college, um, I would take trips abroad and, um, I'd have a little, you know, fun time and downtime. And then I'd also visit, uh, refugee camps and basically do volunteer work On during the own. summer. Yeah. So did she, encourage you to do that or you just wanted to do that because you were aware at such a young I think, age I mean I think it's a little bit of both mm -hmm. because she's was always active in her community and um so I think I got it uh, it's a little bit of both and it's just something that I, it was just so I almost feel guilty about it because it's so rewarding and mm -hmm. it's such a high it's such a good high that yeah. I just want to I want to do more and constantly mm -hmm. you know do more and think of ways that I could do more and help more um, so, um, with the refugee crisis that happened and the, you know, um, the, not to talk politics, but everything with, you I know, love talking politics, I, but everything that happens <laughs> in Syria and, and that whole, yeah. um, so, um, a lot of the refugees were going by way of boat into Europe, like Greece, um, mainly Greece. Mm -hmm. And I basically, um, just, I got involved that way, started raising aid with, um, some other people with another group here. We started raising funds and collecting aid and then we were personally taking it over. And then we, wow. would, yeah. So then I we, just, it's tough to even think, cause I think a lot of times people, sorry to interrupt. No, it's okay. People want to help, but they don't know how to even get started and they don't know what organizations to work with because I think some times you just don't know who to trust. Right. Absolutely. Um, so there's like a lack of trust there, but so how did you, I mean, but then you decided, okay, I'm going to do something and I'm going to go take it there myself. Right. And that's huge. Right. It was really, I mean, it was really difficult and obviously there was other people I wasn't doing it. You know, there's other girls and I wasn't doing it alone, but we were doing it alone. I mm -hmm. mean, we were literally collecting this aid and, and was um, it, um, monetary or was it, all, so all we would raise of... funds and mm -hmm. then use those funds. Um, we created a nonprofit. We did every, you know, through buy the book, the, and we would use the money by the, by the necessary aid. And sometimes what we were trying to do is not actually buy the aid here. We were tr actually trying to buy mm -hmm. the aid in Greece as a way to, to help further the help them because and their exactly and their economy because of what they were going through. Mm -hmm. So we would do that a lot. And it would what it could be soccer balls, school supplies, um, feminine hygiene products for the women, yeah. baby bottles. Um, a lot of the formula, baby formula, we would go there, we would mm. get to like, you know, depending on where these camps are, go into the little um, store in town and literally buy his whole shelves of all his diapers, all his formula, just Aww. everything. Um, so and then it take was it a in. double win. Yeah. The person that yeah. you bought it from and the people that exactly. you were helping. It was really, really important to us. I mean, and to me to make sure that as 
as much as possible to buy the aid, use mm-hmm. the money, but to buy the aid um, mm-hmm. in Greece to help them and, and to give back. And how did you distribute everything? I mean, by- you just would go there and just find people because uh, they were out well, on the street. So we would do a lot of our work, obviously, before we would get there because we would get um plan our contacts we would get in touch with the different groups and different organizations that were on the ground there um and it was all through facebook and email and then facebook was the i mean facilitated everything the groups and stuff and then we would basically coordinate um if they had a specific need like one camp would have a a, a, you know a specific need versus another that maybe one camp had a certain group of people versus another camp having a different um different needs yeah. yeah different needs um so there was immigrants from Iraq Iran Syria Afghanistan and then um and then Africa and then so depending on which camp we would go to each camp had its own need and then um as far as language goes how did you communicate with everyone was everyone spoke english or a lot of them just i mean yeah. i mean a lot of these people speak English. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, they were educated in their, their yeah. countries. I mean, they're, they're refugees because they were fleeing the war. It wasn't necessary. I mean, they're, they're they not, didn't, it, yeah. they didn't get on a boat, you know, to, and live in a refugee camp. I mean, they had jobs, they had careers. I mean, there's a lot of physicians, um, lawyers, a lot mm-hmm. of students, and it was just unfortunate circumstances mm-hmm. they found themselves in. So, and are you still helping and doing this work? Well, unfortunately, because of the store and because of so much the time that it's taking, I haven't been able to travel as much. I was traveling Ooh, yeah. so much. Wow. I was traveling at least once a month. Um, and going back and forth? And going back and forth. Yeah. That's incredible. So now with the store, um, uh, a fr- another friend of mine, her and I just do, basically we're doing logistics. That's good. And so we're doing the logistics between the um, camp, the people who head out the camps out there and they'll let us know what they need her and I will sometimes raise the funds or you know organize the drive and coordinate all the shipping and either send it with someone who's going out there and hand it off to them or we'll buy it from there and organize either them picking it up in Greece or us shipping it out to them Mm -hmm. right so that's a lot. Yeah. You, so now it's a lot of just logistics at night between, you know, a couple windows open between sourcing, mm-hmm. you know, the coolest coffee table accents and, and helping people and then helping, who need basic, right. the basic needs to right. survive. Um, how long were you doing that for? I've been doing this since 2015. Wow. Yeah. And is it nice to have the store as a way to kind of maybe replenish or like was it exhaust I mean both are exhausting Mm -hmm. but did you feel that that replenished you a lot or do you because I'm sure it wears you down as well um in some regards because it's a lot to take on absolutely I mean you're out there and you're seeing these people and and the conditions that they live in um and it's you know it's really sad and of course it motivates me to help more and you meet great, you meet great people and you learn so much from them. You learn so much about yourself. And I mean, I'm, I've always said that, um, they're, I feel like that they've helped me. They've helped me more than I yeah. could have ever have helped them. Aww. And they've taught me so much. 
And then coming back, it's nice that in your, you know, you come back and you're like, okay, well, I have this, you know, great store. I'm meeting these, you know, new people. I'm establishing new relationships and friendships with the locals here. And it's just great to be back in Laguna. Yeah. So, so both are good. Both are great. And yeah. I mean, to be able to still help and do it from here and have the yeah. store that you love and helps. I'm sure it's another just beautiful creative outlet for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it's nice to have both and be able to do both and help others and yeah. help yourself. Too. I just hope that I could do continue to do both. I want to mm-hmm. do both. It, both. It's a, it's a Both are a passion for me and these, you know, different outlets that I have. And um, so I hope I can continue to do both. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm really, I'm really happy that you shared about that because oh, I thanks. think it's so important to give back and there's so many um, issues going on and, politics obviously yeah is hard it's hard to talk about yeah um but I think our town I mean we're a pretty progressive town and we yes. want to help and we always stand up for what's right and absolutely that's what makes Laguna and I think so it's also great. important that you just find you know that organization that you know and whatever it is it mm-hmm. could be any cause but I just feel like every we all have a duty we're all blessed mm-hmm. I mean great country we do have you know despite our current political situation and the political you know temperature right now we um we are blessed and I just think it's like a duty that you have to you know give back and it could be in you know anyway it could be locally globally internationally but it's definitely a duty Mm -hmm. for everyone oh thank you (laughs) thank you for having me I think this is great I know, it's been fun. And I mean, I'm it's so nice. flattered. I can't imagine why anybody would want me on a podcast. Are you it's kidding flattering. me? You're amazing. So, the work that you're doing is amazing. You. And the store that you're curating, it's, it really just brings more insight. You're helping small artisans. That's what Laguna yeah, is all about. Absolutely. So, um, to learn about new artists. Yes. It's just constantly looking for new artists and uh, constantly sourcing. I'm trying to keep it new, trying to keep it fresh. So it's a lot. The competition is with myself. I'm not yeah. trying to compete with anybody else. Um, I just, I mean, I can't tell you how many times it will, someone will come to my store and they'll buy something and then, you know, still looking for something and then I'll walk them out to, you know, another the store, store. next door. The, the, yeah. Or let them know about another store that has, I mean, so, and I feel, and, and the same has been done for me and yeah. it just happens naturally. It's not not anybody going on, you know, business or sales. It's just like, I think that's just the spirit of Laguna. Mm-hmm. It really, really is. Yeah. Anyone listening, you guys should go check out or watching, go check out her amazing store. Thanks. Pretty new. I saw it on hospitality night. I loved, I fell in love. I was so <laughs> excited. Um, Black Bow and, or Black Bow. Yes. And it's downtown in the colony. We could say Bow too. It's the same thing. Uh, Bow. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for having me.